as we end this series on becoming your authentic self and also the second season of the Hope Podcast, I've decided to go a different direction. I, I, I'm still, I'm probably going to decide the title as I go, but I just want to get into this text. And it's so interesting as you begin to read the Bible more and you see these stories, you begin to step back and not see the person, but see the God of the story. I want to look at Judges, Judges 11 verses 1 to 10. Um, this is about the story of Jephthah. Now, Jephthah of Gilead. Now, we've, we, now we all know, or some know, the song, There's a Bomb in Gilead. Now, I, 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 that, that will come back in a few seconds. Now, Jephthah of Gilead was a great warrior. I want you to remember this part. He was a great warrior. He was a son of Gilead, but his mother was a prostitute. Gilead's wife also had several sons. And when these half-brothers grew up, they chased Jephthah off the land saying, you will not get any of our father's inheritance, for you are the son of a prostitute. So Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob. Soon he had a band of worthless rebels following him. At about this time, the Ammonites began their war against Israel. When the Ammonites attacked, the elders of Gilead sent for Jephthah in the land of Tob. The elders said, come and be our commander. Help us fight the Ammonites. But Jephthah said to them, this is the part that 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 said Michelle about. Aren't you the ones who hated me and drove me from my father's house? Why do you come to me now when you're in trouble? Verse eight says, "Because we need you. If you lead us in battle against the Ammonites, we will make you ruler over all the people of Gilead." Jephthah said to the elders, "Listen, to this part here. Let me get this straight. If I come with you, and if the Lord." Gives me victory over the Ammonites. Will you really make me ruler over all the people? Verse 10 says, The Lord is our witness, the elder replied. We promise to do whatever you say. You see, wait, there's a lot of dysfunction in, in, in this story of Jephthah. We look at verse 1 in of itself. It says that Jephthah was a great warrior. Right? But his mother was a prostitute. So you already see problem, problems there, Ray. And more so the fact that verse 1 said that he was a great warrior, but verse 3 said that Jephthah fled. So he's someone who can fight, but then ends up fleeing. This function can make you run from what you're called to be. His dynamic can be seen in, in, in different ways. I've, I've researched about the whole concept of the relationship of the mother, or if he, if he knew who his father was, it, 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 it can be very problematic. But this function can make you run from what you're called to be. This function ends up leading to <clears throat> functional dysfunction. And what's that exactly? Functional dysfunction. My pastor said this. Is when you have properly mapped out your mess. When you're able to know how to recover from your own drama. It's like an alcoholic who can drink, but knows what it takes when they come the following day as if nothing ever happened. We go through these things. But what does this have to do with becoming your authentic self? Two words come to mind. Oh, two words. Oh, four, six words. The first two words are stop running. The next four words is stop playing the victim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we think about people who ran in the Bible, we, we, we automatically think 
primarily Jonah, who ran from his calling. I can go a step further. Jephthah ran from his community. He was chased that he fled from, from, from his community. I think about Moses. Moses ran from the crime when he, when he killed a man. Elijah ran from his challenges. People in life will run from their callings. Because of what? Fear, possibly. When we think deeply about, about dysfunction, dysfunction is a very strong word, and dysfunction causes you to be in a spirit, in a realm of confusion. Right? And dysfunction means that, 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 that it's not in order. Functional means that it's properly working. So me saying functional dysfunction is kind of an oxymoron to say the least. But Paul says this, that we are a spiritually dysfunctional humanity. Because he said, all have turned away, they have together become worthless. There's no one who does good, not even one for all have what sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And when you're in this way, in this sense, you, you tend to come into a cycle. Because all of us have fallen short, all of us sin, so it's okay. All of us run from our problems, so it's okay. Everybody else is doing it. So what is the goal of today's message? In order to become your authentic self, you have to deal with yourself. You have to stop running from who you are. You have to stop playing the victim as if it's everyone's fault but mine. Because what ends up happening is that things end up coming full circle. Because truth be told, the enemy is attacking the person who you are today in order to assassinate the person who you'll be tomorrow. The enemy attacks you now because he's seen who you're about to be. But if you run from who you're about to be, you make the job of the devil easier. You have to embrace your reality. But I know the mind is where it all starts. Your mind will convince you of things that may not be there. Or stuff that, that maybe there but be, be dormant. It, it, it's, it's a process. But like I said, becoming your authentic self is intentionally, with purpose. Changing the way you think, the way you feel, your behaviors. Becoming who God has called you to be. I think I want to go even further uh, about in my spirit, the spirit of rejection. Because God uses rejection as direction to guide you in a different place, while the devil uses rejection as deception. Think about God will close doors because he knows what's behind the door. The devil will, will, will close the door and make you think it's all in your head. It's a difference between God saying you can't have it, you can't have that, and the devil saying he doesn't want you. Because deception and rejection, two different things. Deception will make you chase what you should be running from. And that happens. Because the damage from rejection is a result of misplaced identity and not, holding, not knowing who you are. 
There are so many points I have made this morning and this week and throughout this whole second season. Lean on what God says and not what you think. All that I say has context leading back to the Bible. If you don't believe me, look in the word. Nothing I'm saying is what I'm making up. In order to become who we are called to be, we have to begin to lean on what God has said that we are and not what we think. We have to stop running. We have to begin to overcome our functional dysfunction and step out of those cycles of our mess, of our errors in life, which we know is wrong, we know is sin, but we like to set it up and manipulate in a way that it's okay when it's not. Knowing how to recover from your drama doesn't mean that drama is actually okay. Stop running from who you're called to be. Whether it be Jonah, whether it be Moses, whether it be Elijah, you have to stop running. You have to ask yourself these questions. Who are you? What can you do to become better? How far can you go? Right? Who, who am I? But nobody knows it yet. Because you haven't become your authentic self. What can I do but haven't done it yet because I haven't become my authentic self? How far can I go but I haven't gone yet because I have not been my authentic self? I reach a point in my life in which masks and facades don't really make sense anymore. I am who I am. It's just that, that that song um by Israel and New was I think I know who I am. Like like like, like I, I know who I am. We're a chosen generation. I know who God says I am. It, 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 not even that. I think um Sanak, I think. I know who God says I am, what he says I am, where he says I'm at. I know who I am. Walk in power, walk in miracles, live a life of favor. This is what God God has called us to be. But also we have to remember. We have to remember this one thing. To know who you are and know whose you are. Because although you're broken, God can heal you. Although you feel you're not going to make it in life, God can guide you through. Know who you are. Become your authentic self. Stop running from what's, what, what's going on in your lives and deal with it head on. Faith and fear take on the same information. What information are you going to believe? Become your authentic self.